dive right in. Let's <laughs> say it again. We're getting serious. We're getting real serious. Oh god, there's a cop outside. Maybe Shit. that photographer was a spy, right? And, and we're he's about like, to be arrested. There's laws against podcasting in public spaces, <laughs> and we had no idea. I would love for the cop to come in here and like get real serious on us while we're recording. I think that would be fine. He's just standing outside. She's like, those kids are causing too much problems in that. We, we got to get them out of here. They, came, they just came and arrested all the children. <laughs> or maybe I secretly called the police for a noise disturbance. Of Inside of a shop. coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> or he's just like deciding which latte. <laughs> it's like, which latte am I going to order today? Ma'am, keep that baby quiet. We just quiet. got real silent because he walked in. Yeah, we get we we got uncomfortable. Shh. <laughs> um, so this is Pancake Town, the <laughs> podcast, and I'm Emily. I'm Michelle, and we're at Percolator again on Irving Park, but we are in a much different location from where we normally are. We're in the very front window, which is it's also right, making people look at us more than normal, which is fine. Um. But yeah, it's super bright and like overcast, cloudy, su- you know, bright sunshine up here. Yeah, which we're, we're used to recording in the dark hole yeah. in the back. <laughs> and we're also used to living our lives in the dark hole in yes, the back. I like that. So having sunshine is a little weird for us. Um, we actually have like a specific topic today, which we teased last time. I guess we talked about that we were going to go into this further, right? The last I we episode? Skipped, um, we skipped last week. So I don't know last I don't remember too long ago. Nope. Well, so um, a a lot of people, depending on what platforms you're using, um, we both have had Shopify stores Mm. and Mailchimp accounts, and forever they have been. You know, they played nice with each other. And now as of what? A couple days ago. Yeah, the 12th. Yeah. May 12th. Basically, the integration no longer works. And so we wanted to talk about kind of the implications of that and like some alternatives and ways to get around it. And probably we'll get into some general mailing list, like marketing, you know. Yeah. All of that kind of stuff that we've talked about before about how like if you don't have a mailing list and you're not doing that on the regular, like it's... It is something that is very valuable for your business. I mean, especially considering Instagram how is Insta- whack. How yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram is whack. <laughs> wiggity whack. It's wiggity whack. Um yeah, it's I I finally agree that Instagram is getting worse. I always like to be real dip- diplomatic with it and say Instagram <laughs> is problematic. <laughs> Like it, if it, people it, ask me about it, I'm always yeah. just like, yeah, it's problematic. Like it, there are, you can't deny, you can't say it's terrible because it's not. No, but you also can't say it's great because it's um, not. It's I just problematic. Feel like I had it figured out for a bit. Yeah, and now I don't. Yeah, um, I've been not, playing around with like my posting times and stuff, and I still don't. I don't know. Yeah, it does often feel like I don't know you're literally yeah. just rolling the dice every time. And sometimes it works and some and when you think you've found like a sweet spot, yeah. Either they change something sure. or something completely unknown changes and now you feel like wait, do I keep doing what I was doing or do I have 
to now adjust the way I was doing it. So I, I wish they would just tell us. I, yeah, I do too. I wish it wasn't like this secret. Te- like, I feel like I'll play the game. If so you tell me what the game shit, is. Right. Tell me the rules of the game and I'll play yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of like they don't know. Like there seems to be a lot of like beta oh, testing possible. of things. Like the thing with the likes and stuff. You know, it's like they don't, they're not going to, they're not, they don't have the balls to just be like, we're taking away likes. Goodbye. Which maybe we'll have some more insight on. Yes. Maybe we can do an episode on that. Yeah. We didn't actually hear back. Right. I'm not going to tease it further. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't tease it further. Just a, um, a theory on yes. why on they why might be removing yeah. the likes. From I think. A, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's it's interesting to me that there that because it's so always changing it to me it often feels like as a business owner I want to just know that like if that just went away tomorrow mm-hmm. I wouldn't be dependent on it. Right. Right. Like right. it's nice to have, you should use it as a tool, but like you have if you're spending whatever X amount of time you're spending on Instagram and using Instagram and promoting yourself on Instagram, you should be doing just as much of that amount of time. If you're spending 20 minutes a day on Instagram, you should spend 20 minutes a day on drafting newsletters and building your mailing list and sending out direct information to actual customers. Mm. If not, twice as much energy and I think most people spend solidly all their marketing energy on Instagram yeah I mean I definitely don't it's not equal um but I see so many people say that they only send out like a couple newsletters a year and I'm like okay well I'm yes I'm doing way more than that yeah I mean I my feeling is that like you should be sending out if you're not a crazy newsletter person that, ha- you know, like if you're not doing it on the regular already, my, my suggestion to people always is like, just try sending one out a quarter. So for a year. I so mean, I think monthly is an okay monthly place is okay, but to I don't start want, like, I don't want people to like freak out. And I also don't want people to feel like they have to make up shit to, to tell people like if you're a smaller business and you don't have a whole lot going on and you're not you don't have anything to like tell people about then like a month once a month can seem to someone that's not doing it at all could yeah. seem like a lot and I, I feel like if you just try it out easy and you to literally forget like, about something that you do quarterly unless yeah. you like say oh I'm paying my taxes I guess I should <laughs> I guess that's quarterly. send out an email yeah I mean I also feel like if people treated their newsletters more like with the kind of like ease of Instagram posting mm-hmm. like you would benefit so greatly from that like if you literally if you were like cool I'm going to post about this new product that we made or like a new collection of stuff or hey I'm going to be at show of hands next month mm-hmm. like literally it could just be like this is what's going on here's a picture and like three sentences yeah and like a link to your shop you know like it that's not hard like it, it doesn't have to be 14 articles about your life like it could literally just be like a really good photo and like 
a mention of something. Yeah, I don't think people want to read a whole bunch of stuff I that doesn't mean anything. A lot of people think that like there's no point in sending out something if like you only like if you only have like 40 people on your mailing list or something like i think people often think like well nobody cares like why why would like i don't need to put effort into something that like and it's only going out to x uh, some tiny number of people but like that tiny number of people can turn into yeah a hundred people and then a hundred people can turn into 400 people like and if and guess what? If you send an email out to forty people and thirty of those people come to your show or buy something from you, that was totally worth it. That was like valuable marketing that you spent half an hour on and got thirty sales from. Like, do that. Do yeah. like your engagement is so much more on, which I think is why people freaked out about the whole Mailchimp Shopify debacle, because it was like. It was so nice and easy and like such a great way to like capture new mailing list subscribers and like the whole abandoned checkout thing and the whole like all of that well, being connected. For Shopify has those features. Yes, by itself. That's um, true. And I I've switched back and forth. I'm currently still using the Shopify um abandoned checkout email. Um I have some major MailChimp like issues. Yeah, I have to. Um, and one of them has to do with um, how they attribute a sale to a campaign. Oh, right. So when you send out a campaign that has like links to shop, you know, shop things, it'll say you made, you know, four hundred and twenty-six dollars in sales from people who clicked mm-hmm. out of this mm-hmm. newsletter, which is super valuable. Like to be able to accurately track that. So I've noticed recently. I don't know if it changed or it's always been like that, and I just wasn't paying attention. But they're attributing sales that are no way possible linked to that email to the email campaign. Like it looks back doing to, it like time frame wise I, or maybe, something. Maybe, maybe yeah. because um, I was checking to compare how my summer launch email went uh, compared to spring, yeah. right? And I went back to spring, and all of a sudden it was way higher than I remembered it being. Yeah, like. Real like there's no way I knew I didn't make that much money from from the spring collection at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I clicked on it, and you can see the individual sales. And somehow they attributed a wholesale order to that email. And now I can't remember if it just the order came in around the same time frame. I feel like is it possible that if somebody so say that person that placed the wholesale email is on is on your regular mailing list and got that email and it was just like the, literally the reminder to go place that order because i think it's 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 going to just track did they get to your site did that did that order originate with a click from your web, from just, your email it wasn't included in the initial report i looked at though yeah. it happened later i don't know i in addition to that, the abandoned checkout emails didn't seem to didn't register work. the reporting yeah. correctly because um, I would see orders that they did process that MailChimp didn't count or whatever. So that's why I was like, all yeah. right, I'll just keep it in it's Shopify. Definitely not, yeah, it's not as precise as it could be. 
the other big thing, my I think my biggest problem with MailChimp is how they keep track of your contacts. Yeah. I don't know if this is an issue for you, but um, they changed their interface again. Yes. They change their yeah. interface all the, all the fucking time, the and time. I cannot keep up with it. Yeah. As someone who logs in, you know, once a week-ish. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, I can't keep up with how many times yeah. they change their Every time their you go interface. in and, like, yeah, like, the, literally, like, the landing page that you end I, up on is, like, not... What it, like now, it used to be like here's your campaigns and now it's like here's they your list what or they're here's called your stats. now yeah, things are called different things I don't yeah. even remember what they changed it to but now it clearly states that I have like 2500 contacts but only 1600 are subscribers what the hell but does that then, mean I don't know and then when I look at my billing, it says that I'm being billed for 14-something subscriber. 1,400-something. So, like, random, yeah, things so that are called So, where are all these discrepancies? Yeah. Like, I don't know what... Con- I don't think I've seen contacts versus subscribers on mine. It's... I logged in last night, and That's weird. there yeah, it was. I should look at mine, too. Well, because it's interesting, like, I know that they do differentiate somewhat between people who kind of directly subscribed themselves. So like someone that got on your website and was like, oh, mailing yeah, list, I yeah, get a yeah. birthday thing, whatever. Like, and they they submit their information versus like if you took a mailing list to show of hands and laid it on the table and then you manually entered things, like those are like marked differently somehow. Like they're, you know, they're like imported instead of... I don't know. Direct. Well, I was wondering if, like, maybe I've had a total of twenty five hundred people, and they're counting unsubscribes. Oh, right. That that's in that con. But then, like, shouldn't that information be gone? Like, why well, would I still have the contact information for someone that, like, I don't want people that I've unsubscribed from to still have my contact information. So I, the reason I think it might be the case is because a customer. Um, had DM'd me on Instagram yeah. saying um, that she missed out on a flash sale and thought she was on my mailing list, yeah. but didn't see it. So I looked her up and she was there as a contact, but it said unsubscribed or not subscribed contact. It didn't say unsubscribed. Unsubscribe, not it just subscribed. said, or some other wording, weird yeah. wording like that. And so. And then you wonder. I like, just went in and like from scratch resubscribed her because it didn't there wasn't like a button I could click that and I said if that's like is that like she unsubscribed and didn't know I it I don't know or is it that because you know how does yours have that double verification thing where yes. like when somebody subscribes they have to go yes. and like actually yes. click a button because that's where um I use that second email to give them a coupon code yes. if I'm doing that right exactly so I feel like, I mean, like, could that be a situation where, like, she didn't, didn't actually... I don't why know. Would, but then why would it keep her name if she never clicked know. that other button? And then, so let's say that discrepancy is because of something like that. But then why is it that in one place it says I have 1,600 and the and other another, one is like, under 15? Right. Why would those numbers why be Why are different? those two numbers different? Yeah. Well, um, and also MailChimp, like, most of these mail sites... Most of them charge you based on how many follow, how many subscribers you have. Like, so if you have under 500, it might be free. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like my Orange Beautiful Show of Hands account has 
I think we have, I think we just went over 5,500 subscribers and then that put me in a new tier of yeah. pricing. So like now I'm paying $5 more than right. I was. Um, but then I wonder like, well, how does that, how does that affect like, well now if I have things that are just contacts, like I hope I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for the contacts. The things that are just contacts. You, yeah. They sh there's a little then, like bar so that shows the you where contacts aren't subscribers. Like what are, what are they there for? I don't fucking know it. And it, like makes me uneasy every time right. I look at it. Because like, it's like I should either not have their information at all, or they should be getting newsletters yeah, that I send. Yeah, out. I don't like it. Um, yeah. I'm gonna look into that. Besides online. that, I I've always had issues with like how you get to um, like the forms. Like yes. how? Oh, right. It used to say lists. Yes. Right. And you clicked on lists, yep. and then you'd click on. Mine's called events. Because yeah. I set this up like over 10 years ago. Yeah. And I just called it events. Um, uh, so I'd click on events and then you click on this other thing to find the forms, the right. pop up form, the drop in, in stuff. All the. Yeah. And it's like there should just be a forms thing. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to go in five things deep right. to, to find get this. To forms. Yeah. And it took me forever to memorize that. And it used to, I mean, it's funny because I, I mean, I've had MailChimp for, yeah for a really long time and it it did used to be so straightforward it used to literally be like it would go straight to campaigns and you'd either replicate an existing campaign or you'd start with a form you'd start or a template you'd start mm -hmm. with a template and like drop stuff in and there would be like three templates and and it would just be, and everything was very cut and dry. It was like either people were unsubscribed or they were subscribed. And like once somebody unsubscribed, like they weren't. And then now there's like cleaned and like, mm. uh, you know, not subscribed and like things that are contacts. And like, I know that they're obviously trying to make improvements and that's why it's complicated, but it would be really nice if it was just like. It'd be almost, it'd be nice if there was like a basic plan mm. for people who like just want to send out a newsletter and I'm not trying to like manage my subscriber list. I just want it to be like these people subscribed and I'm sending them this newsletter and then like a advanced pro, I think like I have 400,000 and I want to like compartmentalize them all into little different lists and you know, so I've kind of like done some research to find a variety yeah, of some things that are MailChimp alternatives, alternatives. Well, and so i think i did find one that would be that oh, if that's what you want i'm into basic it's not things. what i want yeah um i mean mine is mine is somewhat complicated because i do like the idea that i don't have to have multiple accounts for my different businesses i love i love that on mailchimp you can have subscriber lists that are specific to things like I have an orange beautiful list and I have mm -hmm. a show of hands list and I even have like a Friday night preview list so mm -hmm. like I can I can send those people specific emails that the other people shouldn't be getting or don't didn't ask to get mm -hmm. and then I have a list that's like people who want to apply to show of hands like I'm going to send them information that I wouldn't send to shoppers so like I say that I want it to be basic, but then I also am like, I kind of want some things to be complicated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I made myself a list of what I care about yeah. when I'm looking for a different email marketing platform app. 
thingy. Function thingy. <laughs> thingamabob. <laughs> um, Male thingamajig. Yes. There's a, no, there's a term I was looking for and it didn't come. So you just said thingy? Yep. Um, I'm like hoping it's written down somewhere in one of my pieces of paper here. It's not. Email marketing platform. That's what maybe I said. is the word. Yeah. Oh, it is the first word I said. Oh, <laughs> maybe some child was screaming. Some child screamed in your ear and distracted it's you. It's loud in here. It is really I, loud. We usually don't have music. No. Okay. We don't That's have what music. it is. I. It's. This is hard. Okay. So. Obviously, price is important. Yes. And MailChimp is kind of the cheapest for what it, you're getting. Yeah, that's what I found, too. Um, I didn't realize that well, they would be, and I but think they it are. Is because, I mean, one of the ones I looked at was literally like double what MailChimp is. Yeah. Like if I were to import my existing mailing list of over 5,000 people, it was going to be like over $100 a month. That's a lot. And I'm like, no, I like it's already a lot that I'm paying $55 okay, a month. Okay, so you're paying 55 yeah. for how many? For 5,500 5, okay. subscribers. I'm and it's not, ba it's not, that's just a coincidence that those numbers sure. match. Yeah. It's not like you're paying a dollar per no. subscriber or something. Um, so I'm paying $30 or per 100 subscribers for 1500 subscribers ish. Yeah. Yeah. And um it'll stay at 30 for up to 2500. Right. Yeah. So I still have a lot of room to grow unless I should have 2500. I have no idea. Right. Yeah. Who, Who are knows? these people? Who are these people? I don't know. It's also interesting because I always think about that with, because of the, the scaled pricing, like it does make it more important for you to like kind of regularly check in on your list and make sure that like you're getting rid of inactive subscribers. Like there are going to be people that like literally your shit is just going to their junk box every single time. And like, yeah. what is the point of having them on the list? Cause you're paying for them. Yeah. And so like there is and and MailChimp is relatively good about like, rating like it'll have it has little five star yes. ratings next to people and like it knows if you've sent like 10 campaigns to a person and they've never opened it not once they'll have like a one star rating and like you can you ever like every probably six months i go through and i just find like the the 50 least active people based on that rating system and i just delete them and i think when you have that many people on your list it totally makes sense yeah. to do that yeah. um i've been afraid to do that because i feel like i'm gonna end up with a list of 300 people yeah ish because that's about how many people actually open yeah. the email uh, you also which is better than how many people see my instagrams exactly so. exactly right <laughs> I'll exactly take that's exactly right I mean, the interesting thing, the other thing that I do like about MailChimp, and I'm sure other platforms do this as well, is that you can section, you can automatically segment your lists into inactive and active subscribers. Oh. So like I will purposely separate when I, so say I'm sending out an email about the, sh the show of hand, the next show of hands coming up this weekend. I will specifically go to like, I have a main show of hands mailing list, which is basically like anyone that's ever signed up for show of hands at, at the show or with Orange Beautiful or on the website, that all goes into that pot of mm -hmm. names. And right now I think it has like 1800 people on it. And I will send that email about the weekend to two, I'll make it two different campaigns. One that is to active subscribers and one that is to inactive subscribers. Because then when, when those results come back of who opened them, oh. you can really clearly be like, 
Oh, 62% of the active people opened this. Yeah. And 14% of the inactive people opened this. So it's like, cool. That makes it very clear to me that like I could at some point just get rid of all of those inactive subscribers and it would, and it wouldn't hurt my engagement. I wouldn't be like getting rid of a bunch of active people who are actually opening my email. Like most of those inactive ones are probably going to people's spam folders and they're never looking at them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what again, why am I paying? And if that's sometimes it's like 600 people are inactive subscribers. So it's like, if I can get rid of 500 names right now, like that saves you money. That saves me money. And if I get to the point where I have 10,000 subscribers and I can get rid of a thousand bad ones every six months, like that saves me money. Sure. And it's like what there's no point to just throwing shit out into the wind if no if they're not looking at it. Yeah. You want you want to be on top of like who's actually engaging and like that's why the metrics of like where did my sales come from and who clicked on what picture and what link worked. It's like those things are important so that you can better you can improve your campaigns in the future and get more engagement. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's tr- it is true to think about like when you think about how the engagement on Instagram versus the results that come back on a mail on a newsletter, like there's stats about how email engagement, like good email engagement is like 20%. Yeah. And I and like most of mine are like 35 to 45%. Yep. And so yeah. I'm like I'm winning at this mail situation. And so it's like if I can put more effort into that, that's going to equal people seeing my brand name and and remind being reminded that my company exists and being and knowing about a sale and all of the direct links you can yeah. shove in an email Every, is way like better the millions yeah. of things and like the different types of people you can get because of how you're doing that newsletter like some people will just pick, click on the first pretty picture some people will be like ooh sale 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 and it's bold like I'm clicking on that some people want will see a coupon code and they'll click on that and if you realize like ooh, 60% of the people clicking on something are clicking on the very bottom button that says shop here, shop now. Like, well, then I need to make sure that's in every email I send. Mm. So it's stuff like that. Like if you just, I, I know that I need to do it too, is like if you just paid as much, if not more attention to a mail service like that instead of, your dumb social media. I should probably send out an email for the event we're doing yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, I need to do one tomorrow for sure. Um, okay, so price. Yeah, <laughs> that price. was a little tangent. Well, and price um, can definitely be, that can be the reason why you sign up for something or don't sign up yeah. for something. That's, t- I mean, $50 a month is a lot of money to spend. Um, uh, next, I would say they'd have to have good pop-up and temp- email templates. Yes. Which... Um, of the research I was doing, I couldn't find, like, they wouldn't show me, like, like all the template options, yeah. just, yeah. like, one, yeah. you know? And I I don't know. I don't like MailChimp's um, email templates. Yeah. I actually bought um, templates from the developers who made my oh, who theme. who made your theme for Shopify. They don't do it anymore. Yeah probably because they were so flawed. Like I went back and forth emailing them about all of the things that didn't work for months. Yeah. And I think they were just like, Hey, we don't know how to do this. This is awful. This is a lot. We quit. Um, But I did finally get one of the templates to a point where I could use it. And I've just been using that for forever. Um, 
So, yeah, like, and I've used a lot of different pop-ups that were... Yeah, not looked great. At th- yeah. That were really ugly. I mean, the, like, the, sh- the pop-ups that are kind of part of Shopify, I mean, most of them are pretty generic, and it's like, you, d- you do kind of wish that there's a little bit of room to make yours not just look like everybody else's website because it does start like I've said that before about like looking at people's websites for show of hands applications where I'm just like sometimes you you kind of know that a company is like a legit company and it's not like a MLM or Mm -hmm. like some weird fake you know like I don't know front for something else but like your website looks like that like your website looks like it's not legit and like I don't I don't know how to describe what that what I mean by that but like there's something like corporate-y or Uh something I don't know something that like it looks so generic like there's not there's not any element of like uniqueness to it that you just feel like okay so somebody just like paid five bucks a month for a Wix site and like is now a distributor for leggings. You know what I mean? One of these companies I looked at had a video of a like real business owner. Uh oh. Um, and how she uses the er, Shopify and this. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that she was drop shipping. Yeah. Just the way she was talking about everything. Yeah. And they sold jewelry and handbags. Uh-huh. And it's like, you're not... You're not a jewelry designer and a handbag designer. She just talked about how she's designer. selling those things. Yes. Not, there was right. The word didn't make, make did not... Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so you're a drop shipper. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Maybe I find out in the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, you probably I can't wouldn't. watch this. I mean, that's the funny thing is like a lot of that stuff and like the lot, a lot of the ways people's websites are set up is like they're purposely trying to make it ambiguous. Like oh. they're, they're purposely trying to like... Are we child We're free? about to be the loudest people in here, though. That's fine. We're not screaming. <laughs> no one's screaming. No one's throwing shit on the ground yet. I could start throwing shit on the ground if you wanted me to. <laughs> I could do it. Okay. So that is a concern um, that I can't, like, see what my template options are. Um, I've also, I have to have um, birthday... Um, yeah, you get fields a, in my pop up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's got. Yeah, it's nice when there's some element of like customization yeah. to those because a lot of them are just like drop an image in and we'll ask for your email and you're like yeah but I kind of want this to have something else to it like I want you know if there is some other element that where you're trying to like because some people do really clever creative things there where it's like if if it's something specific like tell us your favorite scent or like you know like there's ways that you can be mm-hmm. cute about like what that interaction is and it may why is my email blowing up right now my package was delivered yeah stickers are here um i hope none of my neighbors steal my stickers <laughs> but like there is that definitely is a bonus to something where it's like if you can customize stuff a little bit and make it because that's what makes you stand out over everyone else that's got a pop-up thing that's like add yourself to the email list Mm. you kind of now have to give people a reason to do it you can't like no one's going to sign up for your mailing list if they're not going to get something out of it that's kind of the way it is (laughs) I just had something and I lost it 
damn that's was like it a, was it about the, my stickers no it's about <laughs> the birthday thing some i was actually gonna like say something nice about mailchimp maybe fuck i don't well, know is, is the thing for is the is the way is the thing where you can put a birthday field in there is that MailChimp lets you do that or is yeah that it is MailChimp okay what I was gonna say I got it is that um that feature still works um even though the Shopify MailChimp integration oh okay um because you do it entirely through MailChimp yeah yeah and, and that can go on to, to any your, website yeah, it's just and there's not to like your URL reporting or anything involved right, there's in no it. tracking of something it's just i was pretty confused at the beginning like what what they were taking away and it's like okay it seems like it's the reporting that goes away yeah. and i think then, it's the i think it is the stuff of like if somebody's on your website and like they leave and there's stuff in their cart mailchimp is what will send them an email that says you left something in your car right. except for Shopify has that built in right. too but if you had it set up to right. be cute and match all your branding on your MailChimp then that is going to go away now um and then I was thinking that maybe you probably have this on your website too there's like a built-in subscribe thing at the bottom yeah um I don't know if those emails that people right. put in there would then anymore? yeah um uh, I guess I'll say real quick. I signed up for the Shop Sync, which is a third-party okay. integration. So you keep Mailchimp, yeah. But you use. I just that signed up to, for that. Yeah. For, yeah. As yeah, a get as like, a stopgap. Yeah. Um, while I do my research. Um. Okay. So I need um, uh, the automation features. Yeah. In whatever email marketing platform I'm looking at. <laughs> um. An EMP. Yes. <laughs> an that. EMP. Because um, I use the birthday automation. Right. Collecting people's emails. And I yeah. need... I'm not going to sit there and be like, whose birthday is Yeah, it you're today? not every day getting out a piece <laughs> of paper that says, the following people have a birthday today. Send them an email. Right. You want... So the computer does that for you. I need birthday automation. Yes. Um, and... I don't use any other automation because I find a lot of it kind of creepy. Right. It, the, yeah. That's stalkerish. Where we, it gets into the like MLM territory. Right. Creepy. I'm following you. I know what you're thinking. I know what you want to buy. But um, I'd actually be interested in hearing non-creepy ways people use automation. Yeah. Um, uh, reporting obviously is important. Right. I need yeah. good reports. Yeah. Understanding and stuff. What you're what those newsletters are actually doing. Are and they then, helpful? Are they not helpful? Yeah. And then the interface just needs to be like clean and easy. Yeah. Like MailChimp has gotten really clunky. Yeah. Yeah. I think my, my things are, t I mean, I have kind of two different needs, I guess. So in relation to orange beautiful and like the online store, I definitely want there to be like an easy, like mine is just, the pop-up comes up and says sign up for our mailing list and we'll send you a coupon for 20% off your first order. And I like that because that, that, that does work. Like that's really effective because a lot of people like are finding me from some random way, you know, so who knows how they're getting to the point that they're on my website. 
Um, and oftentimes it's via show of hands. And so if somebody gets there randomly, like that, giving them that coupon and having that happen really fast, having that show up in their email right away, having them be able to click on it and immediately have that code and go right back to shopping is key. Cause I feel like I, my stuff is not impulse buy E it's very like, I'm here to buy greeting mm. cards or like that, you know, so I think the easier that is and like the, you know, the quicker that is, like, I know there's things where I've signed up for somebody's coupon thing when I go to a website. Cause I'm like, sure. Might as well. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'll just unsubscribe mm -hmm. later mm -hmm. if I want to. But like, if that doesn't happen right away, like literally while I'm starting to look at the site, if I don't get a notification that's like, you just got an email from this place, here's your coupon. Mm -hmm. Then I'm kind of like, well, fuck you. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go back and look on that website tomorrow. Like I'll be way less likely to buy something now. Um, and then I mostly just want to make sure that like it's collecting people's and then for show of hands it's like I need to make sure that like people are having a really easy time signing up and that they because there is no like I'm not giving them a prize for you know like literally people are signing up for show of hands email because they want information mm -hmm. and like they want to they want a reminder that the show is happening they like the show or they want to be a vendor or whatever it is and they just want to make sure that like they're notified when things are happening. Um, and then mostly my stuff is like, I just need for things to be easy to use on my end. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can design a MailChimp email very fast. Right. It's yeah. not hard once you get and, it down. Yes. And most of mine, I'm literally just going and like, if it's an email about applications opening, I'm going to the last email I sent and I'm replicating yeah, I, it and adjusting the graphics and changing the color scheme and putting a new photo in. Same. And like, Every not, single time. I'm not starting from scratch no. because oh my God. that makes me want to vomit. No. Um, Although that's what I'll be doing right. if I and switch that's the email thing. I mean, I think that's the thing is like, now I'm like, do I, ha do I have to start from scratch? And, would, and wouldn't that be okay? Like, would it be okay? Because yes. I know once you to get it, it going, once. to do it once okay, and so let's, be thoughtful I'm gonna about it. I'm going to add that to the list is we would need to be able to replicate an email yes. campaign. Yeah. Like so there I'm needs gonna, to be. I don't, I didn't look into that. Because if it's a thing where I just go and like I'm always using template A and every single time I have to go in and start with template no, A, I would no, no, I'd quit. Like I want there to, I want my logo to already be there. I want the formatting of the the text that I've put in to already be there. The yeah. layout has to be the same, because that also is important. Consistency with your regular newsletter receivers, like they want to know where to look for information. Like they're gonna, people are gonna start to get in the habit yeah. of being like, oh, Michelle's emails are set up like, here's a main image, here's what promotion is going on, here's what collection just launched, and here's what event I'm gonna be at next. Mm -hmm. Done. Like, so if you can, yeah, if it's easy to replicate also, less of a campaign. chance you're gonna fuck your links up if yes, you're able to absolutely. carry over some or links. like a le or leave a link out entirely. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's true. Um, and if it's easy to just like change the background color or like drop a different image in, like then that may yeah that makes I think it way easier. What I will end up doing is not closing my Mailchimp. I'll have some overlap yeah. just in case. Yeah, I've had like I almost changed my accounting program once. 
and like two days in i was like oh my god this is a nightmare and like closed down the new one and just kept yeah there should definitely be like give yourself a couple months to like use the other one because you also won't know like just because you use it and make a new campaign really easily and it seems like it works doesn't mean once you send it you don't realize there's a bunch of problems with like yeah getting data back it's or like, not that much money to yeah. like let right. a couple months yeah. over throw, throw 50 bucks extra at it to test it out okay so let's get into it <laughs> yeah like actually get into it um shopify sent out a helpful chart which i kind of used to start my research yeah i didn't dive into all of these because fuck, it's there's three a lot. pages of it yeah um they kind of divided it up between um like if you are a light email user yes or a yeah, insane email yeah. user yeah I was going to say heavy, and then I'm like, what am I describing? I'm a you're, heavy, yeah, they're, period. Yeah. I'm using tampon terminology. Am I using a light or an ultra super? <laughs> um, is this overnight? Are we, we talking overnight <laughs> protection? <laughs> um, okay, so um, for the light email marketing. <laughs> junior, um, junior. <laughs> <laughs> um, the options they gave were jilt. Uh, Saguno. Okay, Jilt is a terrible name for yeah, anything. Yeah, it sounds jilted. It's a bad word. It's a negative. It's yeah, a negative it's a negative connotations. Word. Jilt. Um, smarter Mail, spelled wah, wah. without the E. Of course. I mean, yeah. Um, Spently and Privy. They're all terrible names. Okay, I'm gonna. I did not you look know, up Spently. You know stuff's bad at, when Mailchimp is the best name for a mail. <laughs> 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 you know shit's gone south when like Mailchimp is a good name. So there's this little chart. Oh, um, cute. Oh, uh, I see. Where Newsletter. they say like who has these features, and Spently almost has like no none. features. They have. They don't even have a newsletter. So honestly, I don't know why they're what is on the this point list. of Spently. So Spently is basically Google Sheets. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I didn't look it up. Um, Seems like screw I Bentley. looked up Jilt because they were all checked off. Yeah, everything's checked. I can't. Honestly, I can't. I just hated it or something. I didn't even take notes on it. You just hate it. You were. Yeah, I hated you just got it. bad vibes from it. I got bad vibes. Yeah. Um, I looked up Saguno though, and um, this. I think if you really want light, easy email marketing. I think it would be a fine option. It is um, an app that's just, you do everything within Shopify. Oh, that's cool. It's not an outside thing. So you're like linking up everything directly in Shopify. That's within cool. Within the I, app. I personally wouldn't use that because- No, me neither. I can't, I, I, that also immediately means I can't use it for both show of hands and Orange Beautiful. Sure. Which is a deal breaker for me. Um. Yeah, so I did all of my pricing just based on my contacts because yes, like no one ever had like a chart. This is you right. know this is you, how much you, you would put pay in how had, many contacts yeah. you have, and then Got they it. tell you. So I thought, well, I'll just make notes of that. So for my fifteen hundred contacts, it'd be twenty dollars a month. Um and. Yeah, my only comment was it might be too simple for me. Yeah. But if you're looking for simple, yeah. then this is potentially and it. And if you also have currently have a mailing list that's 
500 people or something like it's pro- I think it would be free yeah for some like that's probably a great I way don't know to just why like I didn't write that down. get into the zone with like send because I mean at this if you're if you're starting from scratch essentially like my opinion is that like you should just try something that either costs nothing or costs a little bit of money and like see how you do like just try to get in the habit of it because once you get in the habit of it and you start to see return on your investment then then you can upgrade and you know then you could spend more or go to a different platform it's ten dollars a month um for a basic for basic free for up to 250 subscribers so yeah if you're just starting out you literally have 100 names on a list like maybe just play with it i think yeah if you're afraid and you don't want too many options um it seems not bad. Um, they don't do email order notifications, which is fine because I just use the Shopify ones yes. anyway. Yeah. Um, and they don't have advanced segmentation. Um, they have basic segmentation. I don't yeah. think I'm using what I would consider advanced segmentation. I think, I think I might be using what I would I consider use advanced mostly for if i'm sending out something local only yes, yeah i don't want to bother the yeah, whole mailing don't send list people with in that. colorado that you're doing something in chicago and then if it's something big like the holiday sales stuff i will send out two emails a day one to the whole list in the morning yes. and then in the evening i'll send it to the people who didn't open it again yeah i think that's good um, and I've gotten decent results from that. Yeah. Um, it's so I don't know if I would consider that too, advanced like, segmentation. These, these things that we're listing are things that Shopify told us about. So like if you're listening to this and you are just wanting a m- mail platform versus like you don't, you don't necessarily care about the whole like oh, MailChimp yeah, Shopify that, integration. And, yeah. Like just make sure you look into like whether or not the thing you're looking at integrates with the website you're using sure so like if you're on shopify make sure that it says this integrates with shopify if you're on squarespace Mm -hmm. make like just make sure that you because that can get you into a lot of trouble later like you could you could put a bunch of time and effort into something and then realize like oh this doesn't even fucking work that's a good point i think a lot of people have squarespace and i don't know and squarespace because it's it's much more um you can do a lot more like integrate like your own backend stuff because you can actually like drop in code blocks into Squarespace really easily. I think that a lot of things are just like putting in a, putting in an embed code in a page and stuff like that. But to make sure that there's like the automation things work, like just, you know, go to their FAQ page and like look up, like, does this work with Squarespace? Most of them will literally like, I'm looking at that Jilt site Mm -hmm. that you mentioned. Yeah. They literally like on the front page, have like a list of the platforms that it works with well right and for everyone this whole mailchimp shopify thing has been a big deal yes. so all of these sites will have a big thing right on the home page yeah. they're going to be we'll like help we you. work with shopify yeah. it's okay yeah. yeah and we'll integrate or like that's not the right word um migrate right yes migrate that's another thing too is like i mean I think everyone's going to offer some sort yes. of migration deal people are on top they of it, they want your because, Mailchimp. Plus. Yeah, they want to steal your yeah. Mailchimp money, and like they're happy to make it easy on you. So if the, if you're specifically in that situation, you're probably gonna. It's probably gonna be easy to find that info. Um. Oh, I should also add that the um, 
ones that I did research are also the ones that people um, mentioned in the Pancake Town group back when oh, I when posted, posted yeah. that MailChimp Shopify thing was happening. Um, I asked people what they're planning on doing about it. And um, it turns out the the things that people said they were looking into are the ones that I'd, I would also look into myself. So yeah. it worked out. Um, That's good. Um, saved me a little bit of time narrowing it down because I couldn't research all of these. Um, okay, so I'm going to move on to the super plus yeah, email the marketing, um, which options were Clavio, what? Marcello, Omnisend, Conversio, and Springbot. I love how I've never heard of any of these. Um, I think I've used Conversio for something. Yeah. I think or maybe heard, they do other things. I think I've heard of Omnisend and that's the only one. Um okay, so I researched Clavio and Omnisend. Yeah. Um So I'll start with Clavio. I think I'm saying that right. K L A V I Y O. Clavio. Clavio. I hate it when I can't tell if I'm pronouncing something right. It drives me bonkers. But <laughs> it's their fault for making up a dumb word. Um, so it's free for under 250 contacts. I thought it was a little weird that th it's also you can send 500 emails, but it doesn't say like a year. I think it's 500 emails total or something. In your lifetime? I guess so. I mean, that, that's a lot of emails. But, like, also, but that's, like, why that's a weird, that's a big number. It's a big number. That is a big like, number. I mean, if you were sending, even if you were sending two a month, yeah. that's, like, that's 20 years. Right. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> or, I, like, it's possible that these MLM companies are sending them oh, all the time. I mean, drop ships. I, okay, so I will say that some of the email, some of the places Ooh, that I... Or do I, they need, like, um, automated emails? Oh. Because we send a lot that of could those. Be, that could be. But if they mean, I mean, either way, like there are, I mean, I will say I've signed up for some things where like they, someone will literally send me an email every day. Yeah. Yeah. So like there are companies that are sending well, out automated emails. Yes. That's what I mean. Like yeah. bigger companies that are like, and I think smaller companies because they see that happening are like, oh, that's what you do. And it's like, you're going to burn some motherfucking bridges if you are sending people emails every single day like your unsubscribe rate is going to be so high <laughs> yeah um okay so um for my 1500 contacts it's 45 dollars a month that's which is steep. 15 dollars higher than mailchimp yeah. yeah that's only 10 dollars less than me i was not thrilled with that so that means for me it's going to be 100 bucks yeah yeah um unlimited emails um, for that tier. Okay. Um, they have the automated emails, um, Facebook custom audiences. I assume that oh, that's right. for yeah. marketing, yeah. which MailChimp does also. Yeah. Um, and I've done with zero success. Actually, I have like ninety dollars in a Mailchimp marketing account. Yeah. That, that you're like, says they're going to refund to me if I don't use it. It's like, okay, I'll take that yeah, back any day me. now. Yeah. Um, uh, results based reporting. Um, and, oh, I thought this was weird. I'm just, I just typed these from their website. 
at the end it says email newsletters. It's like, yeah, that's the entire point yeah, of your thing, right? You better have that. <laughs> Why was that at the bottom? Right. It was. Um, okay. And then I found this. They had a, a like blog thing about uh, like why them over Mailchimp, right? Because that's what everyone's that's what doing right about now. right now. And um, they claim that they include these things in their monthly subscription, and Mailchimp does not. Um, unique coupon codes, which I think Mailchimp is true. Doesn't. I don't know if Mailchimp. Oh, not unique ones. Unique yeah, yeah, ones. yeah. So You're I right. think that 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 could be good if that's something that I could actually use for like my birthday thing because yeah. I do send um, the same birthday code out every like it's a yearly thing. And people could just get smart and no. Well, they could steal it from someone, like yeah. just tell someone. But I have. Um, the thing in Shopify checked that each person can only use the code once. once. So you can't personally you abuse it, it, but you couldn't use it. Multiple you could times. tell someone else yeah. about it, but you can't use it yeah. multiple times. Got it. So I figured that's enough yeah, of yeah, a yeah. barrier. And you also, to a certain extent, you kind of got to trust that people aren't that fucking yeah. sketchy. I w it would be nice to have a <laughs> unique coupon code. So, I mean, on the one hand, it's like, that does just kind of make you look like, you're fancy. And, yeah. Right? yeah. I have them for um, my rewards program creates yeah. unique coupon codes, which is nice. <laughs> um, anyhow, um, uh, back in stock automation, which I use oh, yeah, a like separate that. app for that I think I pay for. Mm. So I guess I could factor that into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, if you I have couldn't find an example of what it looks like. Like I want to see yes, what does see, this look like yeah. on my product page. Right. Does it look like shit? Right. Um, no, thank you. Uh, advanced pop-ups. I don't know what maybe, that means. I mean, maybe that means you can like customize it further I instead guess. of it just being a generic. Okay, and then they have segmentation, and I wrote ma claims Mailchimp doesn't have this, but they do. Yeah, they definitely obviously do. they definitely do. And it's like included. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's not thing you. Yeah, it's not like an upgraded version. And then they wrote multivariate testing, which oh, sounds like, like the AB testing, testing yeah, which, they which do have. also yep. Mailchimp has. And then such liars. Zapier integration. I don't know what that is. Oh, um, wait. Why do I not? Know I should have looked is. it up. I also had to put it in all caps because Pages kept wanting to change it to a real word, and that's the only way I can get Pages so to leave weird words alone zapier is another website it's another okay uh company um it's basically like a third party connectivity app like automates shit for you oh so basically it's like like one of their examples is like when i get a new email in gmail it like copies that attachment and puts it in dropbox and then dropbox like so you can program it to like do things for you oh on an automatic basis instead of you like if you're doing the same action over and over again so basically like when you make a forwarding thing in your email where it's like every time an email comes and it has this in the subject line put it in this folder for me oh but this is for like between apps okay i don't know all right so that must mean like that it allows you to include this app on your in your system of like connecting things so if you're a big old nerd, 
and you know how to do all that shit. Yeah, I'm instead of just doing it manually. It's the future. So, like overall, I don't. I didn't really love their website. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm gonna base things on that. I think you should base things on that. Like, if you if you go to some a website that you're going to potentially be using like yeah. on a regular basis, like you need to be able to feel like it's clear and you understand how to use it and like you like looking at it like yeah. there is something to be said for that like I do that all the time when I go to a website and I'm like this seems like I'm gonna have to like learn how to look at this and I've had the their website pulled up in one of my tabs for two months yeah because I was supposed to have been working on this yeah. for maybe not two months but like a month a month yeah it's just been there and I keep looking and I'm like I don't have I hate that I don't yeah I'm not like excited about it I don't feel drawn to this website and also the $45 a month just feels steep it does I mean for that for your cap to be 1500 I don't know if that's the cap but but like for what they don't tell you you. yeah if you literally are that's what you have now and and then they're telling you you have to pay $45 yeah for that same amount so I don't know they're some definite pros like the coupon codes and the back in stock thing yeah um but i i'm leaning towards omnisend right now okay um the only thing i feel like someone mentioned that they use omnisend in the pancake town yeah yeah they did um here's the weirdest thing though (laughs) um right on like i think they're pricing page it says and i quote free for 15,000 emails a month or 2000 emails a day that means wait but do they mean like individual, individual emails right they don't mean campaigns no, sent I to think 2000 they people mean individual emails and why the hell you would ever calculate pricing based on individual, individual emails, emails. Just how say, could anyone do that calculation I mean, that's nuts. It is nuts. Totally nuts. So I typed in my 1500 contacts and it'd be $25 a month for 18,000 emails a month. So they're saying that you would send Let's how many? Yeah, I'm do the math get on my that. Calculator what a terrible I'm, way of giving. Like, I that know. Means you literally that's have to the do math every time you're figuring something out. Okay, so they're saying that you would send how many emails Oops, to that shit. list? I can't use a calculator either. 18,000 divided by 1,500? 12. So that means you're sending out 12 campaigns in a month. Does that mean 12 campaigns? Right. Does it? What about my automation? Right. I don't know. It's confusing. Right. So does it mean... Also, because it's only $25 a month, is that... Yeah. Am I being... Yeah. Tricked? Right. Because does that actually mean that you can send out four emails to your 1500 people and then every time an automated thing goes out that counts towards that and then like is there a ticker happening on your homepage that like lets you know how close you are to that's yeah and obviously that's a pretty big i don't know you know yeah maybe that's a needs further investigating i like the website though we should ask whomever wrote something about them using that see what that like what the deal yeah, is with that because they are using it um so yeah they have automation advanced segmentation uh sms automation which i wrote Eek, no one wants 
Okay, don't, so don't go texting people automatically. I, something I bought Barf. online the other day, like I don't even believe that I put my phone number in, but I must have, or it must be attached to my credit card or something. And like I started getting like kind of constant text messages <sighs> about my or thank you for placing your order. There was one that literally said we just sent you an email. I'm like, you sent me a text message to tell me that you sent me an email? <laughs> and then, like, things that were, like, literally, like, you bought this. Do you want to buy another one? Here's a link to <gasps> use to buy another one. Do you want to say what it was? Or yeah, no? it was, like, a, it's, like, a dog safety belt, uh, like a seatbelt. Oh. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's not from a legit company. It's from some shitty distribution thing because that's where you buy that from. Oh, yeah. See, I don't but want like I any want of these aggressive marketing no, things. It's, it's It made me want to it made me want to return yeah. the thing I bought. Yeah. It made me want to send them a message saying if you ever send me one more message ever again, I'm going to tell everyone in the world never to buy anything from you. And the reason like just these companies do stuff like that is because they're not making anything. So they have time. They have so much time. <laughs> they have so much time to just like work on sales, 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 sales. But I was just like, you need to back. So I just block. I had to block the number from my phone. So I would stop getting the SMS yeah. things. They didn't give you. Oh, Steve told me this and I don't know if it applies to everything, but it has worked. If you just reply to anything like that, stop. It'll stop. Yeah. Okay. Then I should have done that. Even if they don't give you that yes. option. Just write stop. Yeah. Because yeah. we were getting so many That's about true. like um, the campaigns. Oh, right. Like, I don't yes. know how they got our phone numbers. From your voter registration. I don't your, know that our phone number is on it. Like, who knows? I, I mean, that's true of emails as well. If you get emails that don't have any sort of unsubscribe link in them, if you literally just reply to it, leave the message blank, and in the subject line, write remove in, oh. in all caps, they legally have to remove I you from their list. I didn't know that um, you could get an email like that that didn't have an unsubscribe option yeah, anymore i get them all the time really mostly from pr places they and almost all of them will have like a line at the bottom that says if you don't want to receive these anymore just let us know and i'm like nope that's not legit you need like there needs to be a fucking link i think that might violate that, the yeah, new email it absolutely shit. does okay. it absolutely does hmm. and i think people do it because they know that who's gonna stop them right um so um, back to the their things they say they do. Uh, product import and recommendations. I don't know what product import exactly. Like you can put Does your... That mean I think it's that you can uh, You could have like a link your, to like a list, so specific listing and it will say the price and the metadata and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, in I your tried newsletter. doing that on a MailChimp landing page recently. And... Um, Thought it was going to be cool, except for I could only put four things and I was wanting to put like the whole collection. Anyhow, um, I'm guessing that that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you were doing that with MailChimp, um, I guess you could do that with OmniSend now. There's a thing here. I just looked up um, OmniSend and then one of the Google things that came up was mm. OmniSend versus MailChimp. Mm -hmm. Um, and this actually says, 
specifically in one part of it. Both tools offer automation that allows you to send cart abandonment emails, but only OmniSend offers native discount codes and a product picker that allows you to pull products directly from your store to put well, into your campaign. Okay, so product product picker. picker. Um, yeah, I saw an example of it now that I'm thinking about it, and it looked nice. This is actually a really good, this article that I found, I think this is on OmniSend's website. Okay. It's really great because it actually has like screen caps of like what MailChimp looks like versus what OmniSend looks like. Okay. I, um, so that, this could be a really good, I literally, if you just Google OmniSend versus MailChimp, this, this came up as like one of the first things on there. Um, they also have interactive email elements. And interactive sign-up forms. What does interactive mean? I don't know. I know what it is. It just says interactive. No, I know what it is. Have you ever gone to a site where to sign up for their, to get like a coupon code or to sign up for their mailing list? You Mm -hmm. put in your email and then there's like a, like a carnival spinner. Oh. Like a spinny thing. And And an email too? And it spins, yes. And you, it spins around really fast. And then there's like 10%, 25% free shipping. Mm -hmm. And then it lands on a thing and that's what you get. That's kind of cheesy though. It's super cheesy, but also like... I see why that might be appealing for some industries. Like I could see why it could work in a certain way, but like, I don't believe that there's any maker. I would only do it for like a it could short be cute. period of time. It could be cute if it was like holiday specific. I guess so. And it yeah. would also have yeah. to, it would depend on what it looks like. Like if it looks yeah. really cartoony, cheesy stock footage or something, yeah. then that doesn't, that's not gonna, if it doesn't go with your branding, like don't. Yeah. Put something like that on there because people are going to be like, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah, on that topic, I used to often have some sort of like get 15% off or free shipping or something on my pop up. Yeah. And I stopped doing that. Like maybe I'll do it once a year or something just because I felt like I was creating the vibe that you should always get some sort of discount yeah and um i feel like that works against me yeah a little bit yeah and for some reason even though my customers at times can be sort of cheap about shipping like trying to get out of it yeah whenever i offer free shipping no one gives a shit right i i don't understand that yeah, one it's very weird because i, I mean, know free shipping is like a big get for other businesses yeah never works no for one me. cares no one yeah. cares no one cares but they also, yeah. I, I also get emails saying, can I save the $3.50 yep. and pick it up at your apartment? Ugh. Nope. But why don't you fuck off and then ask me again? Um, <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. What's gamification? I feel like I've seen that word written, but so I don't know. This has a list of like the comparing Is the it features like thing. Like a game? Like so it's game- a, oh, gamification? gamification? I'm going to Google it. But basically, I don't know. It has a list of like, you know, drag and drop builder, email templates, mobile responsiveness, A-B testing, savable content blocks. So it has all the things like what Omnisend ha- has versus what MailChimp has. And the very last thing on the list is gam- game or gamification. I don't know. I d- but, it, but then it doesn't say what gamification is. You're just <laughs> supposed to know. You're supposed to be smart enough to know what that is. Um, uh, so let's look it up. In this installation of old ladies Googling things, <laughs> Emily and Michelle look up the word 
that they don't know how to pronounce. Do you think it's game? It it's is gamification. Yeah, the application of typical elements of game playing. What the fuck? Who needs that? What the fuck is that for? I have a game on my website. What's going on? Game design elements. Oh, so that's important enough that that's in a list of pros and cons for this thing. That's crazy. Well, so here we go. Mailchimp does not have gamification. <laughs> Omnisend does. Huh? You're welcome. Was well, that the spinny wheel thing again? Is it? I don't know. I just wish they would tell you. Oh my God! Look. It's the spinny wheel thing. I just thing. showed her the, a screen cap of the spinny wheel thing. So yeah, look, it's like, it's, a, it's, it's literally like where you sign up for your email and then it just spins around. It doesn't around. look as bad as no, I thought it would. It's not bad. It's going to depend on whether or not you can pick those colors. Like, I, I bet you can. But I, I mean, for Orange Beautiful, like that could be kind of yeah. cute. Like I could put, fun, and I think you can put whatever you want there. Yeah. And then it just sends them either a coupon code or like, you know, because it would be cu like, how cute would it be if I was like, you get a free card and then that like takes, a, takes $5 off your card or something. fun to... Say you're having a sale, but and the, it's like a three to five day sale situation. Yeah. And you put that up yeah. and that's how you find that's out what sale. sale you got. Yes. Like you either, and, and you make it reasonable. Like yeah. you either get 10%, 15% or 20% off. But like to have that on your pop up yeah. all the time would be would really be obnoxious. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, I, if I had just kept scrolling, there would have been more about gamification. <laughs> Gamified forms is what those are called. Omnisend offers a Wheel of Fortune pop-up that entices your customers with a spin-to-win aspect of signing up for your list. This kind of dynamic form has been proven to be more effective than even exit intent pop-ups for email subscriptions. I don't know what that means. Oh, um, so like, and I don't understand how they do this, but... Like the pop-up that happens oh, before you're about to leave. Yes, got it. I don't do that Ugh, either because it creeps no, me out. it creeps me out too. So I also, I mean, can we also just flat out say, don't ever do the thing that's like, someone in North Carolina just bought oh this God. item. Don't do Let's that. Get it. I'm going to finish this <laughs> so that we can it's terrible. move on to that topic. Okay. Um, so Omnisend is offering 50% off for three months plus 20% off for nine more months if you migrate from MailChimp to Omnisend. Oh. So major deals. Um, and I did confirm that they you can put birth date fields in their pop-up. So oh, I guess cool. my only issues um, are that whole like 18,000 emails per month business. Because well, so I don't understand here, it. The list says plans, subscriber count, 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, and then pricing for that. So, like, on this article on their site, it doesn't it doesn't have it by email sends. It has it by subscribers. Okay. This is, which like, actually, one of those situations where I just entered my number of contacts and yeah. it gave me this. Oh. I didn't see a chart. Also, this is... Oh, I see. There's a pro plan and a... Gr so I actually don't have a pro plan no, on the MailChimp. No, the pro plan's way too expensive. It's insanely expensive. And I don't think it's necessary. It looks to me like Omnisend's standard plans versus the MailChimp plan that mm -hmm. we both have. Yeah. It's like slightly more... It looks like it's like 10% more expensive. Oh, really? Yeah. No, um, because mine would be 25 a month. 
with oh, OmniSend so and I'm paying 30. Less? Yeah, it's well, slightly less. On here it's showing like mine would be 50 bucks a month for 5,000, but it would be 60 bucks a month on really? OmniSend. That's weird. Hmm. So they're, um, whatever. They're, the, I don't know what bracket. Can... No, the, uh-huh. like the way they group together their numbers for yeah. pricing is different. Yeah, it's different. Interesting. I mean, but that's not oh, ridic- it's can not Can you see what um what uh how many contacts are included in the $25 a month? Like what the top Um it says standard plan for 1000 subscribers is $20. Okay. And then What's there's nothing in that? between 1000 and 5000. Oh, so I could go all the way up to 5,000? Potentially. For this also might be very simplified for this article. Okay. You know what I mean? It yeah. might have it broken down. Oh, my God. My back is hurting from sitting forward. Because it sounds to me like it might go up incrementally. Like, if yeah. you have 1,500. Increments is the word increments. I was looking for. Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. Aren't, you're supposed to know. I'm supposed to know what word you're yeah. going to say. Thingies. I'm just going to say thingies. thingies. I think that should be the title of this episode. Email marketing thingies. thingies. <laughs> when old ladies talk about email <laughs> marketing thingies. I mean, yeah, this seems it seems relatively similar to it without being like crazy, you know, intensely more expensive. I so mean, it's possible good. the the I'm going to say that either or Clavio or Omnisend. Clavio, I don't even want to do just because the name sounds terrible. It, I agree. <laughs> it sounds like an STD. It does. <laughs> oh, it sounds too much like clavicle. Or clap. Or sure. It sounds, it sounds medical. medical. It sounds yeah. medical. We don't like it. Um, if you want to name your business, talk to us first. We'll tell you that it's terrible and you shouldn't name your business that. So in terms of email marketing that integrates with Shopify... If you want something super basic, I think Saguno is probably the way to go. Yeah. And then if you're looking for more than that, the Clavio or Omnisend. Um, and it also probably. seems like within those, there's kind of, you you wouldn't have to go straight to something that costs $100 a month. Like mm. based on your list or your usage, you could still have something that's $25, $30 a month and be reasonable. Um. So now I'm like wanting to get into the the discussion of how when you look at these things, so much of it is geared towards drop drop shippers. Mm -hmm. Clearly, sure is. Um, and like how some of these features may seem like tempting, right? But also like like, chill out with it. Yeah, yeah. I I mean. It's, it is hard because when you are kind of in a desperate mode a little bit where you're like, I need more customers. I need to get my name out there. I need to get this to turn into online sales or people who are like, even when we were at Renegade on Sunday, like talking to people about like one, them wanting to do less shows and like, how do I get more traffic on my online shop so that I can fill in the gaps of things. And like, it, it kind of, I made it made me think like, oh, right. Like they're, you know in order to just decide to do less shows, like, well, then where's that money coming from otherwise? And like, how do you drive traffic to your online store when you're not showing up at shows and standing in front of people and going, hi, go to my online shop. Here's a coupon code. Like 
you have to figure out ways to get to your customer that don't seem, and you have to find that lovely balance of like making sure that they pay attention and are attracted to what you're doing, but also like don't fucking bombard them with gimmicks and yeah. you know eight emails a day. Like it's it's such a fine balance where like you don't you need to be careful not to alienate your own customers. And like some of this pop-up integration stuff like really can make people feel like you aren't the thing they thought you were. Yeah. Like if your selling point is that you are a maker and you are independent and like you are doing this yourself, like there's an, a, there's a reason why people support that. And like, it's hard to know how much is like quote unquote selling out mm -hmm. and how much is like, I just need to get more business. But yeah, some of the stuff does border on like too aggressive. Like some of it's aggressive. And so and yeah, like, I mean, aggressive, creepily aggressive. I feel like maybe the general rule is like, what what things happen to you as a consumer that make you uncomfortable, and like, don't do those things. Um, like, if you go on a website for, and you hate those little pop ups, I and think you hate we do all hate pop ups, but I think you have to have a pop up for sure. But like, I th I think I'm make saying, it so that um like once someone's seen that pop up, they don't ever see it again. Yes. like I'm pretty sure with mine because I. If I want to check my pop-up, I have to clear my history to see it. Yeah. It won't show me my pop-up right. again. Right. So do that. Um, I mean, yeah, the thing is, is like these email platform systems will, they will ask you like, do you want like every 15 minutes for yeah. that pop-up to yeah. come back up? Do you want them to, as yeah. they're about to leave, mm -mm. have that pop-up come back up? Do you want them to send, like send two emails that are like, hey, you forgot something and you're like, do you want, do you want them to, you know, could you just do one reminder of something instead of three. Yeah. Because you, you do have to remember that as much as you're kind of desperately trying to be like waving your hands in front of somebody's face and going, please buy something, please buy something mm -hmm. that might have exactly the opposite effect. Right. Like it might make people go calm the fuck down. I'm, I don't need to be harassed. And now I'm definitely not going to buy something. I think, yeah, the one abandoned cart email is helpful. Um, and I find, I mean, as a consumer, I like that. I found, found it helpful where yeah, like, I, I literally either forget or I do, I'm doing work while I'm on the computer and I end up doing something else. And like six hours later that shows up and I'm like, Oh, that's so awesome. Like I did want to buy that and you go back and you buy it like sometime. And, and if not, you just ignore it and delete it. Um, during the holidays this last year, I switched to using the MailChimp abandoned cart email for the, um, whole period of time because you can really design that email yeah. that goes out. Yeah. Whereas the Shopify ones just Looks very, like very basic. Yes, very generic. Um, so for, and I had to stay on top of this. It was like I had to write myself notes all over my planner saying update um, yes. MailChimp um, recovery email. Um, but I basically started out with all, you know, every deadline, like the sales ending this date. Yeah. And the um, first class mail ship date or um, right. deadline so, is yeah. here and the priority when and then shop happen. closes here. And the, as the dates went by, I'd, you know, delete Adjust the top one. Thing. Yeah. Um, so that they were getting 
like when they left something in their cart, they could see like, you, if oh you shit, don't order I'm running out. Yeah, yeah like the, the sales ending soon. Yeah. And you can do like versions of that without a big email situation. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just throw in my Shopify abandoned cart email like sale ends the state you know yeah. i would like because that feels like a bummer someone thought they yeah. were gonna take advantage of a sale especially and they forgot you, when the deadline right. was yeah throw that information in your abandoned cart email but also remember to take it out when it's over right yeah don't leave it there and then have that end up being something that disappoints someone yeah. or pisses somebody off yeah i think it's just good to like i i worry that people go like full on with some of the stuff and think that it's going to be helpful when it actually, if it's like, if it's too much, mm -hmm. you're going to, people are going to be like, I'm just going to unsubscribe from this yeah. entirely. Like they're like, people are going to be like, this bothers me. Like, if, cause once you start noticing things, like if you are getting the same email from the same company, like over and over and over again, you're like, come on. Like I want, I want to be notified about what you're doing, but like not four times a week. Right. Calm down. The one thing that comes up that bothers me and is vaguely new is um, when you're shopping on Etsy, they have this new little, uh, it's kind of a pop-up, but not your standard pop-up. It like kind of peeks out on, on the, the left-hand side, side yeah. and says like, don't miss out. This many people have this in their cart. There are only this that. many left. And it did that on something recently that... I had already checked the quantity of it and there were 10 and yeah. I thought that doesn't really warrant uh this is almost sold out. Right. Pop up. Yeah, there, there are, are 1 million people looking at that right now. Yeah. yeah. Um I, that was annoying. I think so, that's what I think that's probably my biggest problem with those kinds of things, the things that pop up and are like somebody just bought this or there's only one left of this or like like I'm on Uniqlo's email list and like I they have too. a thing where they're like constantly sending you stuff that's like this is this item is almost gone I, and you're and like it just feels I don't like a lot care about that right with uniqlo but i wonder if my customers might want some of that information yeah like if they're, i mean and like that's fair to me it's fair i know my wholesale shops would probably appreciate it if you it, make but something that's legitimately yeah. like there are 10 of these yeah. or something like then that seems fine. But like some, like sometimes like the thing on Etsy thing, like just seems like it, it starts to feel like that's just it made felt, up yeah, and that you're just trying to manipulate me into yeah, f f like, and, and then you just immediately go, I'm not stupid. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, Oh, Oh really? Oh my God. There's only nine left. Oh my God. Well now I'm going to buy it. And I wasn't before like, come on, I'm not an idiot, but it is that feeling of like, making sure you're not you know and it's hard because there are customers that you're like there are customers of mine that would be like thank you for telling me that mm. i really appreciate it and you have to kind of decide do you are you happy to give that information to those people knowing that like maybe there's a group of people that are like this is annoying mm. I'm, i don't need to be on this mailing list anymore so it it's always it always feels like a delicate balance of like are you harassing people but then at the same time like you kind of have to like you 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 are in business mm -mm. you do have Don't to sell feel things bad about selling like, things you are in you are your own marketing department yeah like you have to tell people things like i'm learning that really 
weirdly with show of hands where it's like the stuff that I'm like not shoving down people's throats because I'm like, well, I don't need to, I don't want to like tell everyone all this stuff all the time. It's like, yeah, but there's new people now. Mm -hmm. Like every time a show happens, that's a thousand new people that know about your show. Like you, like you have to go over it again. Um, and you won't upset yeah. the people that already know. They're not going to be like, shut up about how this is supporting local businesses. I don't give a fuck. They're going to be like, yeah, I love that show. Awesome. Like you have to, you have to be okay with constantly reminding people why you're unique and what you're doing is cool and why this is interesting and that they're, this is how my business works and that I do collections and that I launch things on these dates yeah, and I, I have mean, Saturday flash sales. Like you can't, you can't assume that people know what the fuck you're talking right. about. Um, I've gotten somewhat better about reintroducing what the flash sales are. Yeah. Fine. I know I need to talk about myself more. Yeah. Ditto. I do too. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't realize like how private I am until I tried to write something about myself. And you're like, I make jewelry. Um, I did just get a new tripod again. It, I think it's a little bit better. I don't think it's going to break in less than a week. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'll start by doing videos of me working. Like yeah. Hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, to like start. Ease yourself it. into yeah. it. Yeah. That's something I want to work on. And then saying these things out loud just helps. <laughs> um, I want to get more comfortable with not just like saying saying things over and over again but showing taking photos of things that aren't new yeah like just because you think everyone's seen it yeah. doesn't mean just because it's not new it. to you doesn't like, mean it's not new I to a bunch to, of people yeah. yeah i mean you do have to remember like even if even if you think you're a business that like no one is paying attention to like one new person found out about your business mm-hmm. today like one new person saw a post that you put up on Instagram. One new person subscribed to your mailing list. One new person saw you at a show. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, and and if that one, and maybe it's one new person, maybe it's forty new people. Like, but you have to treat that one new person the same as if you suddenly got press in the Tribune and a thousand new people yeah. looked at you. Like, you have to remember that like they deserve your attention just as much as a giant group of people do and that like you never know because like that one person could turn into the customer that you now have who buys stuff from you all the time Mm. you don't you don't know when that person's gonna show up and like it it's exhausting and it's a lot of work and it is a whole other aspect of your job but like you that's what you signed up for like I think that's what's weird about when I see however, how many different types of businesses are at show of hands and like how they all help everybody like runs their businesses We're in all such very different, different ways. Yeah. And there are certain people and like, I guarantee you 100% of the time without fail, the people who are like, like putting in more effort than they are comfortable with and are like trying things and doing stuff all the time. And like, kind of shoving it down people's throats a little bit they are making twice as much money as everybody else like and that's and and if you're mad about it mm-hmm. then either fuck off or start doing as much work as those people are doing I think like there is nobody in show of hands that's like the people that make 
thousands upon thousands of dollars at show of hands didn't show up with shit on a tablecloth and sit there. <laughs> None of those people did that. Those people reinvented the fucking wheel to do the show and like sh- like fucking Edgewater Candles makes tons of money at my show because they do so much work every time. They do not take a single sale for granted. They don't show up and go, we did great at the last show. We're just going to bring the same display and the same products and put the same pricing signs out and we have the same logo and we have the same deal and we're going to tell people the same information. Like, no, they make new products that they launch at it. They reinvent their entire display. They have new lighting. They bring new cards. They tell people different things. Like, and then guess what? They make a shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's as much as, yes, it's exhausting. Like you have to do that. You have to be your own PR firm. You have to put in that effort so that people will pay attention to you. I think like in terms of um, email marketing things, like if you're worried about like feeling like you're just like overwhelming your customer, give them something for it so that they can't complain about it. And guess what? Also, you will have people make them feel special. Yes. And there will be people who don't care. Like you're going to have people who will sign, like don't look at your unsubscribe list. Like don't look, don't pay attention to shit and be like, Oh my God, three people unsubscribed. What have I done? Like people have different reasons for doing things all the time. But like what you have to remember is like the long con of it all. Like, you are, you know, for every thousand new subscribers we get for show of hands, 400 of them to mm-hmm. unsubscribe. And like, who knows why or what the deal is, but like, that doesn't deter me. I got 600 new people. Like, I don't, that, mm-hmm. I'm not bothered by it. I want the people who are interested in what I'm doing to be the people subscribing. I don't want random run, you know, just like people who are walking around the street to all be on my mailing list. Yeah. I still, um, get my unsubscribe emails. Um, just because I, I don't, I feel like ignoring it will, I not be helpful either. You know, like what if, what if a ton of people unsubscribe from something and be like, okay, I pushed, that was bad. I think I would, that noti- wasn't good. I think I would notice like a big amount, like if something, if you know, if it's noticeable, like if you know, you have 1800 people on a mailing list and then you suddenly, the next time you send a campaign, you realize that there's only 1600 people on it I mean, you can see per- in the campaign yes. reporting and it'll say how Absolutely. many unsubscribes. So theoretically I could turn that function off I mean, from maybe, my email. Maybe I just don't get a whole lot of unsubscribes. I don't to get make me upset feel- about it anymore though, yeah. because all like I just it's the had same to as unfollowing people unfollowing you on right, Instagram. They didn't like, want to buy anything yeah, from you. Like, don't so worry about it. You didn't also, lose a customer. Yeah. You just lost a person who wasn't going to buy from you. And it also just means like that's room for somebody else. That's sure. more that's paying attention. Yeah. It's There's it doesn't also bother me. Literally billions of people in the world. Like, don't worry about it. Right. Like in general. Yeah. Um, like you will, you want to, you, people need to remember that like you need the right customers, not all the customers. Oh yeah. Kate right? from shop files was saying something about that recently. Yeah. She had like the three P's or something or oh, four P's. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I liked that. Um, I, remember, I remember seeing that too. We're going to get her on this podcast eventually. We both talked like, to her. She needs to be like the third host. 
We'll just actually let her be the host. We'll yeah, like, and then done. we'll just sit there and go, uh-huh. Yep. I think that's um, fair. Now I want to remember what the word was because I liked it. Um, oh, polarize was the P word. Polarize. So it was prioritize, polarize, and personalize. Those were her three P's of Instagram marketing. Yeah. And polarize, she writes, pick a lane. Your brand can't be for everyone. So stop confusing her. Yeah. But, I mean, your brand can't be for everyone is like, that yeah. should be written out as a mantra, like on everybody's, on all small business owners wall. Mm -hmm. Like people get so consumed with like getting everyone that you lose sight of the customers that are important like you it doesn't matter that you ha if you have a hundred people f buying from you regularly then you've won you're you're making you're you're just doing great you're doing fine like why would you want instead of a hundred people buying from you regularly why would you want three thousand people that might buy from you a couple times like and but you but you don't know if they will or not like mm. maybe they will maybe they won't i'd rather have the hundred sure thing people like it's, but it's so, it, I think people think that if your numbers are bigger, the likelihood of things of you getting more sales or bigger sales is, is increased, which is obviously true because math, but like, I, it's this it's upsetting to me when people are like, I only have this many followers or I only have this many people on my mailing list or only this many people came to this event I did or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but is that how you're gauging it? Mm -hmm. Like you shouldn't be gauging anything by the number of people. You should be gauging it by the quality of sure. whatever number of people there are. If there's two people. I think there are probably lots of people also out there with, you know, what we would consider not that many followers who are making way more money than the oh, people with tons absolutely. of followers. Like, and, and like, yeah. And this whole thing of like the idea of like neglecting your, all your existing customers, like that's real. Like that's some real shit right there. Because like, I guarantee you if I, if I started like changing things or alienating the people who like have supported show of hands from the first couple shows. If I started changing things drastically or like marketing in a different way or like going out of my way to get 10,000 new random followers, like I'm those, I'm going to lose those people. Mm -hmm. Those people are going to feel differently about the company that is show of hands and like why the, why the show exists. Like, and then, then where am I at? Oh, so I, now I have 10,000 people to point at and be like, these people are mediocrely interested in me. But yeah, I fucking screwed over all the people that were hard, diehard fans, right? Like, that seems really stupid. I like, mean, I think that's something that happens when companies grow. Yeah. Just kind of accidentally sometimes yes. or yeah. on purpose. I don't know. But I think um, she's, I mean, Kate Smart for, I mean, like her, her idea, her advice always seems to be like you're allowed to grow and you're allowed to do new things and you're allowed to be successful and like get new customers and get a broader range of customers. But like your guiding light should always be like, who, who she was that person? That really like, great advice on like how to talk to your customers to, yes. um, if you're not yet on her mailing list or following her on Instagram, it's the shop files 
Yeah, and it's great. If you like us, you'll like her. Yeah, and honestly, like, she's been one of the people like that's talking about business that doesn't make me a either feel like a complete piece of shit mm -hmm. about what I'm doing, and she also she's like not patronizing. Mm -mm. She's not putting sugar on everything nope. yeah she's very honest and like says like some of the stuff that she says i'm like i i mean i will dm her and just be like thank you for saying that mm -hmm. like there's so many people that need i to hear always this. always agree with her even when she says things that i'm like oh, oh I, i'm not doing that i don't right want to do that yes, i know she's absolutely. right but i don't want to do that and it's <laughs> I, I think it's very i mean it's <laughs> it's very good business advice yeah and it's it's like I don't know. It's and it's also very easy. Like it all like it all seems very doable. You don't feel like, well, now I have to like sign up for a course and like change everything I'm doing. Like it's literally like try this for a little bit. See how mm -hmm. this works. Like what if you just change the way you think about this? And then you kind of realize like, wow, I'm a I'm a real fucking idiot, but thank you. <laughs> like I'm glad that you pointed that out to me. But yeah, it's good. I mean, Cause some of the, and you know, she's always kind of like, I know this might upset some people. <laughs> never upsets <laughs> but me. But it ne never upsets me. It, it, it like makes me very, I'm always just like, yes. Yeah. Good. <laughs> 10 points. Like that's perfect advice. Now tell everyone. <laughs> um, so hopefully people got something out of. Yeah, this I think, I mean, there are, uh, email. there are way too many options, Yeah, but I think that there is, I mean, the good and bad thing about the internet is like, you can just literally do shit like Google, is this compatible with this or this versus this? Sure. And like find a million articles about kind of well, like, that's the problem though. Down. There are a million articles. Yeah. And I was like, I just need to find time to sit down and look at, and what look at all of them are. and like write things down and compare them. And I was, you know, just avoiding it over and over and over again. And, and honestly, yeah. if we didn't have to do this for the podcast, I probably would have never have done it. You would like six months from now been like, hmm. I guess I, I still have I MailChimp. Guess I still have MailChimp with a plugin. I feel a little bit bad because MailChimp sent me MailChimp socks last year <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> and now I'm they like, they also sent like boo, literally five hundred thousand other people those socks. I like know. you don't need to be. Nobody's saying boo MailChimp. We're just saying like if there's a reason to, you need things to work properly yeah, actually like, things need to function the so way you yeah need them we're to not actually saying boo i mean MailChimp. It's, it's very possible that like i will keep mailchimp like there i mean right there's no we'll we'll do an update yeah, we'll later see. where we, we will we'll do see an what update i'm gonna sign up for one of these and i'm gonna keep mailchimp and just in goes. case yeah because well, the it, devil you know it would be it would be nice to like poke around you know because it's like you also have to interact with it and you see what the interface is like and see because there are times when you sign up for stuff and you're like, I'm not going to be able to figure out how to use this. Like mm -hmm. this is counterintuitive and yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, and even though MailChimp has a lot of counterintuitive things, I've gotten it. used yes, to them. Exactly. Although they changed all that shit and I haven't had time yeah. to fuss around with it. Yeah. So, so it could be good to just like start. And it sounds with something like else. they sent out an email recently saying yes. that they're, doing some a bunch of other even stuff. more new stuff and yep. i'm like well do i want to see what this is right 
I don't know. Yeah. Or is it just going to be geared towards drop shipping because and gamifications? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Game of Thrones for a second. Oh, I mean, oh my yeah. god, that's going to be over so soon, and I'm so excited. So that everyone over, will over, stop over, over. talking about it. Yes. My God. So over it. Ugh. Just in time for Handmaid's Tale to start, and everyone talk about that all the time. Uh, you know what? I never watched past season one. No, I watched one episode of season two, and then. And you were I, like, I'm depressed. No, it's just because <laughs> I um, don't like watching things on Hulu for whatever reason. Because oh, they have commercials? No, I mean, par- I feel bad partially because it's not my account. It's Monica's account. Oh. And, like, I don't want to accidentally kick someone off or get kicked, <laughs> off, you know, like, I get you, kicked off while I'm watching something. Yeah. I think that's a thing. I mean. Maybe if I paid for my own Hulu, I'd actually use it. Yeah, you could it. be a grown up and pay $8 <laughs> a month to have Hulu. Yeah. Uh, did you watch season two of Handmaid's Tale? Yes. Is it good? Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, okay, so maybe it's not just a laziness thing. <laughs> it's that they're off book now. And oh, yeah. It makes they're me way, nervous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're way off book. Um, It makes me nervous. I loved the book so much. Yeah. I've never read the book, so I don't have that. Well, in the back and I of had my... issues with the first season because they um, yeah, pulled they it out of order. Stuff. Yeah. Which turned out to be okay, and I won't say why. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It, it turns out <laughs> it's fine that it's out of order. Yeah. No, and I there's a good the, reason why. I liked the second season. I'm very excited okay. about the third season. It will be, you know, when it happens, I will be watching it okay. as it comes out. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't mind being bummed out, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a thing where I've told, jo- you know, I've said to Josh several times I'm like it's it's very upsetting to watch it mm-hmm. is extra upsetting to watch given the world we live in and but I also think that's on purpose I think that there is some amount of like them deciding that like this is how the story is going to be told in relation to like I think they're choosing things the way things are shot and the context of stuff and like okay. because they want it to be really fucking terrifying and like make people go this is not a world I want to live in and like now with all this abortion stuff happening like I season three is going to be I have a feeling it's going to be even more have they already shot it yeah okay so they can't be reacting to current events but I think it's just by default going to be it's going to make people feel stuff and which is probably good I mean, it's kind of the way the world always works. Like, you know, a hundred years ago, it was like literally people were creating art to like upset the masses and like create change and like get people talking about stuff. So like our thing is TV. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important. And it's, I like that that show upsets a lot of people. It should, it should, it should make people uncomfortable. Cause if you're not, if you don't, if you're not made uncomfortable by that show, there might be something wrong with you. <laughs> like if you think it's just like a sci-fi novel or something and you think it's like dystopian future, mm. like you're not paying attention. Yeah. No, like it's, you are, it's too real. It is really close to reality. Yeah. It's the same as if you watch idiocracy and don't think that that kind of feels like a documentary. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I will, I will be watching it for sure. Okay. Um, okay, well, we should wrap it up, yeah. and then maybe we'll do a we're gonna, tiny rant. We're going to rant. We're going to rant. It's been a while. More so. 
going to rant more than we already rant. <laughs> this was a less rant. This was episode. informative. And we, have we to will tell you, try to we do have to those tell you things. that it was informative. <laughs> we're going to try to do that, you know, we're a few try times to do that a more. Year. And we're going to invite <laughs> other people on and they're going to Oh my god, there's another cop. What have we done? Okay. Let's wrap it up before the cop comes. All right. Thanks awesome. for Thanks oh for my listening. God. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.